On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Saturday, March 19th, Ian Cameron, and we've got some guests. We, I've got some company today uh, after being a uh, solo mission yesterday on the uh, show, which I don't mind doing, by the way, because I can talk hockey for two hours. Everybody knows that, but it's good to have some guests with me today. We've got Vito, who's with us on the weekends, as he always is, and back on the show by popular demand, because he had some shit to say about the uh, NHL games last night as well, so I said, you know, we're looking for another guest, because Jake Hahn was supposed to join us but poor guy's got COVID you know or a very serious illness so he's really under the weather feeling bad so uh not good today so we wish him well and we'll get uh Jake Hahn back on the show certainly uh, again down the road so stepping up and in to fill that void CC uh joining us Cheshire Cat uh, on the uh, Saturday show back with us again uh CC what's going on what's up what's up what's happening people <laughs> about all, all right. I'm gonna say right now <laughs> All right, well, let's get your I thoughts on last night because we talked about it. Uh, Washington with an overtime or a shootout win, rather, against Carolina last night. Uh, we saw Ottawa, my best bet, cash in against uh, Philadelphia. Uh, they got it done 3-1. I like the bet on spot for Ottawa, bet against spot for uh, Philadelphia uh, coming off the Claude Giroux night. So it was nice to see that go well. Florida bounced back and shut out Anaheim. Uh, Colorado took care of San Jose. And, and of course, we've also got the uh, game with uh, – um, the shocker, Buffalo, uh, upsetting Calgary, north of plus 300 underdogs. Uh, a terrific performance in net from Tokarski. They shut out the Flames, one nothing. Bad mistake by Markstrom, misplayed the puck, leading to Tage Thompson's uh, overtime goal last night. Uh, pretty interesting uh, night of hockey on Friday. But uh, Cheshire Cat, you had something you wanted to say about uh, last night, so go for it. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say, I guess. I'm going to try to keep it short, but I was just going to say about the Senators game, I heard the commentators talking about how great Jones was. And um, no, I mean, there's got to be some accountability, right? The Senators were not putting up quality chances. And uh, I just wish that they would be able to say that, hey, we sucked at putting uh, good quality chances on net. Um, it's not that Jones is great because he's not great. Is that we suck right now. Um, and, you know, I, I think what would help is if maybe they come up with a different offensive strategy. Um, they got to switch something up so that they're getting more quality chances because that, it, it was just kind of sad, man. It was so frustrating, and they couldn't get any goals until, like, the last six minutes of the game, like last six, ten minutes of the game. That's about all I have to say. Um, I was surprised that the Flames made the same mistake that Canucks made. 
uh, two nights ago with not taking uh, a weaker team seriously. And the Sabres had an outstanding night. I was impressed with that. Um, and I think that's about all I got to say right now. There, uh, no, I'll that, add in as we go. Good stuff. Yeah, I agree. Well, like I say, Calgary, this has happened to them multiple times where they're playing a big game or they're coming off big games like they did against uh, Colorado and then they – uh, ended up losing to Washington. And before they played Colorado the first time, they lost to Montreal at home. So we've seen them victimized by these look-ahead spots when they're playing a weaker team and they got a big game the next night, like a Vancouver. That's who Calgary plays tonight. And of course, last night they're playing Buffalo and they failed to get the job done. So they've definitely had. So, uh, you know, Buffalo played well. You give them credit. And Buffalo's been competitive lately. And uh, they were once again last night. And any night they get good goaltending or great goaltending, which they got last night from Tukarski, they can they can win games because now they're, they've got that dynamic top line, Thompson, Tuck, and Skinner going for them. Uh, and they got middle stat back. So there's things to like with them for sure. And I agree with about the Ottawa game. Happy to win, but it felt like for a long time, they just weren't generating much in terms of high danger scoring chances, you know, great opportunities on net. So that was something that uh, kind of bothered me as that game went on. It's like, how are they not? just hammering at uh, this Philly defense, which is Swiss cheese, which is like a fire drill in their own end half the time with Martin Jones in net. But at the end of the day, they did enough uh, and they ended up getting the uh, three to one uh, win in that game. Uh, Vito uh, last night, any thoughts from you on last night's games? Yeah. Well, let me jump to the games. I guess like, for example, Carolina, Washington, I mean, Carolina lately cannot find the back of the net, you know, they get, get that one goal lead. They try to hold on to that lead, you know, like it's a seventh game in the playoffs, you know, conference finals. I know we have to like start to play playoff hockey, you know, you still have to generate some offense, even having like a 3-2 lead in a third period. Too much defense from them. It cost them the game basically in the end. Awesome performance by Caps. They start to play very great hockey. Again, everyone is scoring. Ovechkin is hot. Capitals looks like they are getting back in a playoff hockey shape at the moment, I think. Uh, yeah, of, of course, Oshie is, is out now, which is, again, frustrating. I uh, don't know what about his return. But, yeah, still, Caps look great, right? Uh, about Sen Senators, yeah, well, everyone, that was Sen's spot. I think every, we talked about that also before the show, that that was a letdown spot for Flyers after that win. Uh, yeah, Jets just keep disappointing me, you know, when, when you think the Jets can maybe generate something, the Bruins yesterday just destroyed them. I mean, only in third period, it was already 2-2, you know, like a, a, almost an even game. And actually, he's had some chances to actually get the lead. But overall, you know, they didn't, I think, deserve to win. Because first two periods, obviously, Bruins were a much better team uh, in that game. And about the Flames, Sabres, well, yeah, Flames took the day off, basically. And uh, it's understandable. I mean, today they play Canucks. It's a division rival game. And... Yesterday was the Flames kind of took a day off. It's 82 game se season that happens, you know. And last two games, plus or minus, no surprises there, right? I mean, looks like Bucks are just like not generating anything, you know. If we now look and like few few underdogs are winning, like yesterday, Ducks couldn't generate anything. Panthers were in back to back, I think, and that was like a third game in four nights for them. And Ducks couldn't even score a goal there, so a zero three game there. Bad game from Ducks, I think. Panthers just played the Panthers hockey. I don't think they were at their top. And yeah, Colorado and Sharks. Sharks kind of something were in the game there, but in the end, yeah, Colorado is the better team, and they get a win five three there. And that's it. That's it about that night, I guess. 
So there we go. That's a look back on the uh, Friday uh, slate uh, of action. We got a busy Saturday card uh, coming up. We've got uh, 10 games uh, in any 11, sorry, uh, in NHL action, 11 games, including a bunch of afternoon games. This is this is a rather surprising Saturday schedule because usually we get one or two afternoon games and then a bunch of games at night. Well, we have five night games and we have six day games afternoon starts. So this is a this is good for Vito. You know, you got a lot of good for from for your time zone, uh, Vito. You're going to get a lot of nice Saturday evening in Latvia yeah, NHL games. You got to like that. And there's many live spots which are out there. I'm looking at you know, especially Minnesota Hawks. You know, so yeah, definitely good. And that's a great way to begin. We'll start with Chicago and Minnesota. <laughs> on the uh, board here uh, Minnesota minus 260 home favorite six and a half the total uh, this total has gone from six to six and a half and betting markets reacting to the news that Kevin Lankinen in net for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks and I think that's a big reason why you're seeing the push up in the total we know that this guy has struggled in between the pipes uh, for the uh, Blackhawks all season long of course Chicago makes the big trade yesterday with Tampa Bay Brandon Hagel uh, being sent uh, to Tampa Bay I'll tell you what, though, Chicago got a great haul in return. They got a couple of established NHL players, including Taylor Radish, who I think is going to be a very good player in this league for a long time. Uh, they got him in that deal. I think that was a great get for Chicago and Kyle Davidson to get him to come the other way in that deal for uh, Brandon Hagel. So I like what they did long term. They got some picks out of it. Nice return that they fetched for Brandon Hagel. Uh, Tampa Bay paid through the nose to get him you know they paid up and gave up a lot to get brandon hagel tampa bay but jonathan taves not happy saying you know i got a question you know you know he's one of the guys he thought that they wanted to keep around in the rebuild that's going on he thought he'd be part of the piece for the future brandon hagel so you've basically got the captain of the team not happy with that trade and you got to wonder what's the dressing room you know environment and atmosphere right now when you see a trade like that happen you know you know, the season's over for Chicago. Uh, they're looking toward the future. It's definitely a sign. And when the players get that sign from up top, the management group, that, hey, we're starting to trade away some t players now. We're looking toward the future. You know, it's very, very tough, to, especially when you start to see it happen. Those first few games really ramp yourself up to play well. So this is definitely not exactly a spot I'm interested in Chicago. That's for sure. Uh, in this one now obviously with Minnesota you, you got to look at either reg line or puck line the regulation lines minus one and a half minus 110 and even to lay you know the regulation line is minus 175 here on Minnesota so it's not a great value I do kind of like the game over the total it, this might be a game with oh if you like over six and a half and I do maybe you wait though until uh, five ten minutes into the game an Alex B Smith special by the uh, if you do that wait for about five minutes see if you get a five and a half with the total, see if you get a better number in game. But certainly I would expect some goals in this one. Chicago has gone over the total in six of their last seven games. Uh, the last one against Boston stayed under. Uh, that only stayed under because Mark andre Fleury was just absolutely spectacular and did everything he could to keep the Bruins in the game or the Blackhawks in the game. Boston had 48 shots. Uh, you know, he was absolutely tremendous. Mark andre Fleury, you're not going to have him in net today. So if you give up 48 shots to Minnesota, chances are, Minnesota is going to score more than two goals, uh, unlike Boston uh, the other night. Uh, Lankin and 3.6 goals against average, 885 save percentage. The last time we saw him was March 10th against Boston, where he gave up four goals on 36 shots and a 4-3 loss. His last few starts, you look at it, 4-4-5, four, 
uh, given up. So it's been a struggle for him. Uh, Minnesota uh, snapped their two-game losing streak, beating Boston 4-2 on Wednesday night. Uh, they've definitely got, uh, you know, had two days off. Uh, Chicago's had a good rest advantage too, but certainly Minnesota has. I just expect both teams probably to find the back of the net, even Chicago against uh, Minnesota, who can still give up some goals at times. I'm still not sold on Cam Talbot completely shutting the door. He's going to be a net for Minnesota. So uh, I'm looking over the total, six and a half. I'm going to bet a little on the over six and a half pregame right now, and I'm going to wait to see if maybe I get a better number live in-game with the uh, total in this one. Uh, Vito, we'll start with you. Chicago, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, well, since I have missed that over six in this game, uh, I think, yeah, I, uh, the game will start, and I need we have to check a little bit how the game will go, you know, because from what I'm looking at, I think both teams are actually very, very healthy. I think there's, like, no actually holes, you know, except that trade which happened. Otherwise, yeah, Minnesota is full, full roster. Hawks also kind of full roster. I know it's Lankinen. I know he allows a lot of goals, you know, but they also should be, well, it's it's a wild team. The wild team scores also a lot of goals. So, you know what team, what, what what's hockey about in the start of the game? I mean, the team wants to keep the puck out of the net, you know, nobody wants to go down first in the game. So there's no reason to jump on six and uh, over six and a half, I think, in actually NHL, if there's a possibility for you to place a live wager, obviously. So this is definitely one of these game uh, games. You can definitely see uh, maybe no goals. In, uh, well, usually you should wait, I guess, till the first TV timeout. You know, there's these TV timeouts, and then you usually can place yeah, the bets. So the first TV timeout, when I usually look at that over here. Uh, otherwise, I think obviously Minnesota Wild is here. I think favorite, and I think they should win. So if the guys actually like the Minnesota, I can see you also maybe backing them on the puck line. But, yeah, from the, both teams have a pretty nice rest here, you see. I think uh, Chicago, a three-day rest. Minnesota, two-day rest. Also, only second only second game this week. But one interesting fact, maybe, is that this is the fourth and uh, last meeting between these three clubs. And uh, all three meetings have uh, Wild has won. And actually, two of them, Wild win by a big margin, like 5-1 and 5 nothing ending. And uh, the, one, the third one was like 4-3 in overtime or shutout. So from the Hawks side a little bit, nobody wants to get swept for nothing in the season, I think, you know? That's not what you really want. So that's why maybe I'm not going with that. While here, I'm uh, going uh, recommending more uh, to play, uh, play an over in this game. Yeah, and Talbot's been a little bit better. Uh, in his last couple games, we will give him credit for that. He's, you know, he's uh, he had a really rough stretch there. He's been a little bit better last few. This is definitely a good prop game. Uh, I'm still going to look go right back to the well with Dylan Strom, who, if anything, is going to get an even bigger look now that you've got uh, another uh, forward traded out. But you know, he just continues to pile up the goals. He finally got held off the score sheet last game against Boston. But uh, I think when you look at this matchup here, you got to see uh, a good chance of him maybe finding the back of the net. Certainly for Minnesota. Uh, you could go in a bunch of different uh, ways. Uh, Ryan Hartman, you know, he's been chipping in uh, offensively pretty consistently all year. Uh, Kaprizov with two goals, and he's scored now in three of the last four games. Uh, he had a two-point game against Boston. You know, he hasn't had many multi-point games, but he seems to have a multi-point game and then gets another one the very next night. And obviously, this is a prime matchup. You got a weak defensive team. You got the backup goalie who struggled all year in Lankin. And this could be a good Kaprizov over one and a half points. 
type of game for me. And I like those over one and a half points props because I get them at a great plus price. This could be something to look at here for Kaprizov uh, in this game for the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, the youngster, Matt Boldy, has scored three goals in the last four games as well. So keep an eye on him. Maybe he can uh, chip in and find the back of the net. So these are just some props that I'm rattling around. And I know when it comes to props, our guy Cheshire Cat is prepared and ready to give us some. What do you think here, Chicago, Minnesota? Hey, uh, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah? Okay. Um, so in this game, I, I, I would just say the, basically the same thing you guys said. Uh, I would be careful with the uh, first period BTTS. I saw some people putting that in the, the, the chat. Um, I have written down here, uh, that the wild are growers, not showers. And what I, what I mean by that, um, is that, yeah, you know, they, they kind of, yeah, they start off the game with like, uh, it's like a track meet. Um, what I've noticed, they like sprint up and down and up and down and up and down and they check and they put shots on goal and shots on goal. And they just kind of break people down in the first period. And then um, as the game goes on, they pick up the pace and they pick up the pace until the third period. And the third period is like all hell breaks loose. Um, so I would focus, I, I, I wouldn't take first period, um, both teams to score or over one and a half, even though it may hit, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that because I've lost quite a few bets on that with, with the wild, especially when I'm like, oh, there's going to be goals. And then like the first period is a total um bust for props um like you said hartman um i like hartman for a goal or for a point um he plays really well at home kaprizov plays really well at home and everywhere really boldy um one that you didn't mention was greenway i think greenway is really important to the team um and in the last few meetings against the blackhawks he's put he's gotten points um Help. And in the last last game, he got a goal. So I like Greenway. I think he's a really important part of the team. Um, and Frederick Gaudreau, uh, I think is really good for a point, for a PowerPoint play, uh, or for a goal. And, yeah, uh, I did see that um, Terry had mentioned Talbot shut out the Blackhawks in the last meeting, and that was in Chicago. And so I think that's definitely something to note. Um, I know he's not been very good lately, but this may be a perfect opportunity for him to get, you know, some confidence in his goaltending before we get into these the late, late season. This might be a good opportunity. Um, yeah. So this is going to be mostly live bets for me. Um, I'm just going to do the props, the ones that I mentioned, and uh, then the wild money line in the game. There's a prop on uh, William Hill that says team to come back from from a, from um, being beaten. Yep. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. Sorry. Um, there's a prop on there for like plus 500. And I think that would be perfect spot for the wild. If they, they fall behind, I agree yeah. with that. Yes, come plus 500 behind. to yeah. come back and win the game for whoever falls behind. And if that's Minnesota, yeah. they're certainly live to come back against this. They're never out of a game playing yeah. Chicago's defense and goal. And certainly Lankinen today instead of Flurry. Yeah. And so that's on that's on um, William Hill. 
Yeah, the last thing that I would say is that if if they do get ahead, uh, the Wild get ahead, they're going to keep adding to their total. They don't get they they're not going to do the Colorado thing where they just try to lock it down. Yep. They're going to keep playing and they're going to keep pushing the pace, which is fun and exciting, and I love that way of playing. So um, I want try to do the under thing if the total gets up really high. I wouldn't do the under thing that people try to do that um, with the wild anyway. With the adjusted total, higher total yeah. because of a hot score, hot you know, fast uh, yeah. high scoring start, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if there's like two or three goals in the second period, and the goal total goes up to five or something, yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, there's no way they're going to get to five. Yeah. I'm going to push the under. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't no. do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so a lot, especially these yeah. days in the NHL. Yeah. All right, there we go. That's great analysis. And I'm looking at Greenway because you mentioned Greenway. I didn't necessarily put that in the like. I'm, I looked more Kaprizov and Boldy, and uh, uh, there's one more I mentioned. Oh yeah, uh, Hartman. Uh, I definitely those three. But then I looked at Greenway, and I'm punching in the back goals and back to back games. Uh, you look at points against Chicago, three points in the last two head to head games against Chicago, and they're recent: January 22nd, February 2nd. You know, he has collected points against the Blackhawks. So even Jordan Greenway to register a point probably could be worth a look. He does do well against this team. Uh, he's, you know, three points in the last two games head-to-head against Chicago. Like I said, he scored a goal in each of the last two games against Nashville and Boston. Uh, he's, by the way, uh, Jordan Greenway gone over his shots on goal prop uh, each of the last three games as well. Uh, three, three, and six shots on goal. I think he's getting more of an opportunity as well. Let me see where his place in the uh, the lineup is. But usually when you're seeing the spike in production and shots and all this stuff, it usually means you're playing up the lineup. And he's still playing on the third line with Eric Sinek and Felino, which is where he's oh, expecting to be today. Yeah, I didn't say Eck, but that would be the other guy yeah. I would add. Eck is great at home, and he's been he's been doing really well. Yeah, so sprinkle around. Like You never yeah. go big on one player over others. I don't. I usually try to keep all my betting amounts Sam. similar with all players, you know, that I've been involved with in a particular game, such as this one. So uh, they're all good options. Hartman, Kaprizov, Bull, yeah. Erickson Eck, uh, and, of course, Greenway. Now that I look at Greenway, back-to-back games with a goal and his success against Chicago, uh, certainly from a point standpoint, uh, he is uh, definitely something to consider here from a props uh, perspective in this Chicago-Minnesota game. All right, Dallas Stars, New York Islanders. Islanders minus 130, home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. My little run of Islander overs came to an end against uh, the Rangers the other night. Uh, that game was obviously very tight, uh, two to one win for the Islanders. Uh, don't look now, Islanders are putting a little run together, five and two uh, in their last seven games. So they're playing a little bit better uh, at both ends of the ice. Uh, so we'll see if uh, they can keep it going here. Dallas losing 4-3, uh, or sorry, beating Montreal, I should say, 4-3 in overtime in their last game to snap a, a three-game uh, losing streak. Uh, we'll see if they can keep it rolling here in this game against the uh, Islanders. You look at head-to-head meetings with these two teams. Dallas has done well, 4-2 the last six head-to-head meetings against the Islanders, uh, and they've done well here in New York. I mean, uh, they did lose 4-3 in overtime uh, the last time they were here, but prior to that, they won two meetings back to back here in Long Island against uh, the New York Islanders. Uh, from an injury standpoint, here today, uh, these are another couple of teams that, uh, for Dallas, they've got injuries with their goaltending, uh, with uh, Holtby banged up. But other than that, they're fully healthy. Islanders are fully healthy. Islanders playing a little bit better right now, so should be an interesting game. 
uh, going into this one. Let's see who's in net here. Uh, you would think it's going to be Ilya Sorokin again for the uh, New York Islanders. And look, uh, Ilya Sorokin's been uh, pretty solid lately. The last four starts, St. Louis, one goal. Columbus, shutout for him there. Uh, Anaheim uh, gave up three goals, but the Islanders won. Uh, and of course, one goal allowed to the Rangers. He played very well the other night in that victory against them. Uh, that being said, I like Dallas more as a team than the Islanders. And I lean to Dallas here, plus 110. And I'm going to get off the overtrain with the Islanders today. I finally lost against the Rangers. Sorokin's in good form. So is Ottinger. You know, he's been good for the uh, Dallas Stars for an extended period of time. I could see this being a lower scoring game probably. So lean under. And I might get there with Dallas, plus 110. I certainly lean to the Stars a bit even with Sorokin playing better in recent starts. What do you think, Vito? Dallas, New York Islanders. Yeah, well, I'm checking this game now. These Both teams will play tomorrow. So uh, Dallas will play against uh, Washington, and Islanders will play against Flyers. So if you just look from the seriousness of the situation, that it's like uh, Stars, uh, it's like Islanders will play outside of their division today. They play a division rival tomorrow, which is Flyers. Yeah, I mean, for, I don't, in, I don't think it changes actually a lot to Islanders because they're out of the playoffs, you know, and they will, they just will go and try to win all the games. So, and for the Dallas Stars, I mean, they're gonna play Caps tomorrow. Caps also will be a hard game to win. That will be, I think, like the fourth game this week also for the Stars tomorrow. So it will be a hard game for them. They should try to try out and win. That, uh, they should go out and I think try to win Islanders here today, you know, but. This is one, definitely one of the games, actually, which I haven't kept much. Because, uh, you know, guys, Islanders, they're a great team, and they're just not, not performing well. So that's very tricky and shady to bet on them, you know, because uh, it always can go the other way, you know. You never can be 100% sure when you play Islanders this year. And kind of the same, I think, also with Stars. they they also a kind of shady team, especially in this moment, these two teams. I think both of them, uh, both of them can win here today. But, well, in my opinion, which team has more chance to win? Well, I, I think Dallas. I think Dallas has a little bit more chance to win in, in this spot. But otherwise, yeah, not too much opinion, guys, about, on this game, to be honest. All right. So just a small lean <laughs> for uh, Vito there toward Dallas. Even though I like Dallas a little bit, the Islanders, are they going to get shut out at home? Probably not. And they are scoring a little bit more lately. I'm going to go back to the well, Vito, with the gift that keeps on giving from a goal score prop standpoint for the Islanders. Anders Lee, uh, the captain, uh, goals in five straight games uh, for the New York Islanders uh, and plus 200 to score a goal. Sign me up. I've been betting Anders Lee repeatedly and he keeps on finding the back of the net. Well, this Islanders teams, you know, what the problem very hard. I know they went just now on a small run, but overall this year's problem is that they cannot follow up a win after a win. So yep. are you straight away going now and trusting them that they just now had the run and now they're going on the other one? I don't think so. That's the right way how to play. So, yeah, a Dallas or nothing for me, it will be here, I think. Yeah, they did string three wins together there last week, uh, Columbus, Winnipeg, and Anaheim. But before that, and yes, we talked about it on this show, they had been pathetic trying to win two games in a row. Pathetic, uh, you know, trying to do that. Uh, but they finally did win three in a row. Let's see if they... Uh, can win two in a row here now after beating the Rangers uh, the other night. But I lean Dallas. However, no. even though I like Dallas, I like Andrews Lee to score a goal. Uh, How can you not five thing. straight games with a goal? Uh, also, you know, if you just luck a little bit for the Stars, they, of course, they are in their, still in a very big hunt for the playoffs, you know. But, like, 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's been actually six straight games with a goal for uh, Anders Lee. Uh, six straight games with a goal for him. He scored two goals in that game. The first game, the start of the streak, two goals against Colorado, hat-trick against Columbus, and then he scored a goal against Winnipeg, Anaheim, Washington Rangers. So it's a six-game goal streak for the captain of the New York Islanders, Anders Lee. So, And there's a couple others. Palmieri might be worth a look for the Island. Jason Robertson's always a threat for Dallas. No question about that. You could even go with Gurianov. Dennis Gurianov for the Dallas Stars. He's scored in three of the last 10 games for Dallas, and he's plus 350. You know, when you consider the odds you're getting with him for a guy that scored in three of the last 10, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, all right, um, Cheshire Cat, what do you think here? Star, stars and Islanders. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is a hard game when you look at it. But uh, I, I would just basically say the same things that you guys have, except that I lean towards the Islanders, actually. Um, the Stars have looked really weak uh, to me in the last couple of games that they've had. And I think the leadership that's going to show up is going to be some of the veterans on the team, like Jamie Benn and uh, Klingburn. So Klingburn, um, he had a badass game the other night. I think he scored two goals. So I, I was looking to those two for for goal scoring opportunities. I don't know if they'll be able to score very well on the Islanders because Sorokin's been having a really good month. I think he's won every game except for March 1st that he started in. So I, I think that he's kind of found some sort of rhythm in that. The only person that he hasn't really seen on the team is Robertson. So I was thinking maybe Robertson could pull some of his his younger moves on him, on Sorokin, and get a goal in there. <laughs> Otherwise, it's it's hard for me to see the vets being able to score on Sorokin. Um, even though I just said that that's who I would take for props, it, it, I I don't know. I I think the Stars might struggle against the Islanders today. Um, they seem to have found a stride, and they look a lot better from what I've watched. Um, so I like the Andrews Lee look. I think that's a good one. And if I were to look at a total, it would be under. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's afternoon game. Um, but I'm not going to bet that. The only thing that I would bet here is Lee, Robertson, and Ben, and Klingberg. Yeah, Lee, Ro Robertson, Ben, and uh, John, John Klingberg, it's worth saying with him. Berg, uh, not Burn. <laughs> Are yeah. you saying burn? Oh, yeah. You, burn. I was saying yeah, burn. Burn, burn. Clean burn. Because yeah. he's going to burn you. But yeah. it's yeah. actually Berg. Yeah. yeah. Clean burn. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's actually interesting. You know, you look at him. He scored, uh, uh, you know, he, he's he, in terms of points, he had three points against Montreal. He Obviously, they got blanked against Toronto. But then he had two points against the Rangers, one point against Nashville, two points against Minnesota. You know, that, I'm looking at that one and a half points plus 350 on Klingberg. I mean, that is definitely maybe a sprinkle for me on that. I mean, he's, he's, he's he drives the offense. He drives the play from the blue line for Dallas. There's no denying that whatsoever. And, and you're seeing him put up the The one concern is, again, Sorokin and the fact this could be low scoring. You know, is he going to have the opportunity to cash in on two goals? Is the, is the, or, you know, you know tribute, contribute, you know, to two Dallas goals is the question uh, in this game. But certainly to get a point, he's minus 120 just to score one point. John Klingberg in this game, which is probably the safer bet 
but you also don't get as good of a price. But he's probably got a good chance to uh, end up uh, cashing that as well. All right, we move on to New Jersey, Edmonton. We've got Edmonton minus 240, home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, we've got Miko Koskinen in net for Edmonton, uh, which is kind of surprising. Just because Smith, you know, got them the win against uh, uh, you know, the other night again uh, and played well uh, for the uh, Oilers and didn't go back to him, though. Uh, in this uh, matchup against the uh, Devils. But Smith was in for that game against Buffalo, 6-1. to one. Played pretty well. Uh, but back to Koskinen tonight for uh, Edmonton as Jay Woodcroft goes back and forth with his goalies. Uh, New Jersey's lost three of their last four. Uh, they just can't keep the puck out of the net here on this road trip. I mean, Vancouver lights them up for six. Calgary scores six against them. I mean, the goaltending is really a problem for New Jersey. The defense is too, but this is more of a goaltending issue lately. Uh, Nico Dawes, who actually started out playing pretty solid for the uh, uh, for the uh, New Jersey Devils, you know, in his first several starts, he has really fought the puck lately. And there's been some horrible goals going in on him. The Calgary game, there was a goal that he should have stopped. The Vancouver game, oh, there was one goal that was just dribbled right through him. And he's got to make that save. So he's struggling with his confidence right now uh, at this point in time for New Jersey. So and as a res- and unfortunately, it's still no Bernier and Blackwood. Uh, for uh, New Jersey, they're both still out. So it's either you got to go back to Nico Dawes again and hope he turns it around, or you got to go to John Gillies, you know, replace Nico Dawes for a second straight game against Calgary. But his numbers really aren't all that better. Three and nine, three point six four goals against average, eight eighty eight save percentage for John Gillies. So if he starts, what? How much confidence do you have in him right now? So tough to trust uh, New Jersey defensively right now. This is probably a look toward either a full game over or an Edmonton team total uh, over for me. But it's three and a half, and it's minus 160 for Edmonton's team total. That's the issue. you got to pay a pretty big price. I'm not sure I'm willing to pay that. I'm more of the belief that maybe we can just bet over six and a half. Edmonton can get the four goals, and New Jersey can chip in two or three, and there you go. Maybe we have an over with this game, but certainly it'll be over or pass for me. With the way New Jersey's struggling with their defense, with their goaltending right now, I ain't looking to bet unders with the Devils at the moment. So certainly would be over six and a half if I'm getting involved. As far as props go, uh, look, they are still scoring New Jersey. You have to keep that in mind. Even though they've had trouble keeping the puck out of their own net, uh, they have uh, been able to score goals, uh, even with Zaka and Janssen possibly out for this game. But, you know, you look toward Hughes, you look toward uh, Bratt. Those are probably the two guys that have to lead the way for New Jersey as they've done most of the season. For Edmonton, I say keep betting Kyler, uh, Kyler Yamamoto. He's starting to get it rolling. He's got value, I think, with his goal score prop. Vander Kane is getting more chances. Never mind Connor and Leon. You know, if you want to bet them, I'm not going to say don't, but you're not getting the price. You're not getting the value. You look toward Yamamoto. You look toward Ryan McLeod. You look toward Evander Kane. I think there's more value with them to score for Edmonton right now. Vito, what do you think here? Uh, Devils, Oilers. Yeah, yeah, man. Devils, that I think we can honestly say the worst goaltending line this season in NHL. There is no worse goalies, I think. Then, uh, well, obviously, they, they, there's gonna be games when they're gonna love these at least that three, two goals. But I mean, you can really say that Devils will at least allow three goals minimum every game. Three. That's 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 a standard, man. I don't know what's the you know what's the count for it now, but I think so at the moment. Yeah. And if, if you look how Devils play on this road trip, this is the last game for them on this road trip. Uh, first game, they actually generate some uh, chance against the Canucks, you know. 
and they scored help three goals. Obviously, then it's a hard game against Flames on a back-to-back. They don't generate much. And here, here they can come out and play against the Oilers team, which uh, is not that good in defense, I mean, as Flames, I think. Well, may, maybe like same, maybe maybe like Canucks, I would say, you know, because Canucks also have a pretty good team, like Hawkman Larson and things like that. And the Oilers also, well, it's not the best D, okay? So I think Devils will get their share of goals here for sure. I think Devils, and because they didn't score even in the last game and they had now two days off, I think they're going to bring the same effort they bring against the Canucks in the first game of the road trip. So I think you can count at least on two, three uh, goals here from, from Devils' side. So this is the game, definitely, which you have to play live. I mean, if you don't see a s- score in the first five, six minutes, yeah, jump on that over six, I mean. Or if you are brave enough and you think that you can wait and find even five and a half, go ahead. But yeah, this is definitely a game you should look over. And uh, from the Oilers' side, I mean, guys, I think also for the Oilers, this is the last uh, game at home for this homestand for them. Yes. How they won all the games. They are all right. in the game. And uh, yeah, Evander Kane, definitely he's finding a back of the net. That guy actually is a good picker for the Oilers, I mean. Look, and you can see that this guy actually, for now, little bit, he has changed, you know. you can. I, I think I can see that in his face, you know. He's more like a really team player. Looks like he he's respected there in the locker room. Looks like he's respecting everyone, I don't know. It looks like he doesn't have any problems. And yeah, he has fit in well, so good for him. I think Oilers, yeah, look a little bit, little bit better now. Well, the goaltending obviously is still a problem. Koskinen plays few games good, then he starts to play oh, too much of a confidence, tries to go out of the net, make some plays which you don't need to play at all. You know, if you don't know how to make these plays, just don't play these plays. You know, stand in the net. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I said the other day. Like it's ridiculous. Stop playing the yeah. puck. You suck at it. Don't do it. Yeah, like, man. Well, not that difficult. I know oh, it's a big, it's, it's easier when a goalie plays the puck, you know, but it's still better to keep the puck out of the net, you know. And, well, yeah, today I think, yeah, we're looking here at over, guys. And I, I'm going to play it live, definitely. Definitely. You know what I'm also going to do? And I don't know about playing it live because this could be a game where the goals come in early. I like both, yeah. teams, both teams to score first period, plus one. True. I like That's that. That's a good one. That's a That's good one. I would agree to that because, yeah, if the pre- my wild could try to keep the puck out of the net for Chicago, I think. The, yeah. These two will not. Then, yeah, the Devils definitely not. And Oilers also, yeah, they, they, they will go fast here. Not just that. Look at the road trip so far for New Jersey. It was 2-1 to one after the first period. with, And I took it in the New Jersey-Calgary game. I took the both teams to score first period in that game. Devils and Flames to start the road trip. 2-1 to one after the first period. I think it was the same score, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey, Vancouver, two to one uh, after the first period. Uh, you know, let me just see if I can find. Yes, first period correct score. I could bet plus nine hundred on mm-hmm. Edmonton two to one after the first period. I'm going to bet that too. Nine to one, Edmonton two to one after the first period because the scores on this New Jersey road trip after the first period in the two games: two to one Calgary, two to one Vancouver. So two to one for the opponent after the first period in each previous game on this road trip for New Jersey. So I'm going to sprinkle just a couple bucks, fun recreational bet. That's all. But Edmonton yeah. two to one, correct score. Edmonton two to one after the first period, plus nine hundred. I think also maybe for someone a good look could be a Devils team total over yep. two and a half. What's what's that number at? I think that's a great look also for the parlay maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that both teams to score plus one first period plus one fifty. I like that. Uh, it's gone up. Both teams have scored in the first period in each of the first two road trip games for New Jersey against Calgary and Vancouver. And I'm I'm going to bank on more of the same. I think it's not asking a lot for New Jersey to find the back of the net in the first period, and obviously Edmonton to, to do it as well. All right. Yeah. I think at a good price as well. All right, uh, Cheshire Cat, what do you think here? Jersey, Edmonton. I I would fully agree with everything that you guys said. Um, it seems the first period, both teams to score is a great bet, especially with uh, the Devils and with Edmonton and with the goalies. When I looked at the goalies, um, their goals allowed against, uh, I, I was laughing. Um Last night when I was like looking at it, I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> these guys have struggled. Um, both, both guys have struggled hardcore. So I, I think both teams will score quite a bit. Um, you could even do maybe both teams to score three goals because I would imagine that that will happen. Um, the, old, the, the guys that I was looking at, I like Nurse and Yamamoto and – Shore and uh, Derek Ryan. Those guys have all been fine in the back of the net. And Mercer. Mercer, the rook. He's been he's been pretty good, actually. Mercer's he's a good been, luck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the rook. He's a rookie, but he's he's definitely stepping up. I, I like the way that he's been playing. Um, and I think that's all. That's all I have for this game. All right. We've got a lot of games. If you if you don't have as yep. much, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yep. I do want to throw out one last thing about Mercer because I, I have the opportunity with this software. I can bring up recent numbers uh, for him for goals. He scored against Calgary in the last game. Uh, he's got a goal in uh, four of the last ten games for New Jersey. And, again, he's plus 370 to score a goal. So it's still a pretty solid value to take a shot, plus 370 on Mercer. Shots on goal, he's gone over that. Uh, two of the three of the last five games, he's gone over two and a half shots on goal. And by the way, in terms of goals uh, against Edmonton, he faced them at home back in uh, New Year's Eve. He scored uh, in that game uh, against Edmonton, and he had two points against Edmonton uh, in that game as well. So Mercer to score, Mercer to score a point. Uh, let me just uh, see what the price is on that, uh, and uh, because I think you can get pretty solid uh, prices. Uh, for his point plus, props as well. Plus All right, here we go. Yeah, New Jersey, Edmonton. Here we go. Points props to get one point. Dawson Mercer is uh, plus a hundred. Uh, that's not plus bad uh, at all. And then to get two points or more, I don't know if they'll offer him two points. No, I don't think they will. No, I, I don't see them offering him two points or more. But he's uh, plus one ten to get a point. Uh, Dawson Mercer. So I think that's a good luck. I really do. Along with sprinkling on the goal score prop at plus three seventy. Uh, for him, certainly for Edmonton, Yamamoto, McLeod, Kane. Those are the players I'm looking at for the Oilers. All right, next up, we've got L.A. Vegas. Good matchup here. Pacific Division battle. Uh, big points on the line here. Vegas, minus 130. Home favorites, five and a half, six the total, depending on where you look. Uh, Vegas, despite all the injuries, they overcome it. They beat Florida in their return home to T-Mobile Arena after a brutal road trip, 5-3 uh, against the Panthers. Now, can they sustain it? That's going to be the question. Was that a one-off, or can they find a way to still uh, be able to uh, win games with this patchwork lineup? Here's the problem, though, now. You already had no stone, patch already day-to-day. Uh, there's talk that he might be able to come back, but they don't have a distinct timeline. Uh, he might. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to play today because he missed against Florida, and basically uh, one of the reporters that follows the team said, 
it's more of a concern that he's going to miss more games for uh, Vegas right now. So I would not expect to see Max Pacioretty today or maybe anytime soon. He's still out. Stone's still out. Riley Smith is out uh, as well, uh, of course. So that's three uh, top six forwards. They've got multiple starting defensemen out. Martinez and McNabb are the two big ones that have been out for a while. Ben Hutton's out. Nick Haig is day-to-day. Robin Leonard remains out. So you've got Laurent Brossois, Logan Thompson going back and forth as your goalies. And now, just as, as if it's not bad enough, you've got Pacioretty, Stone, and Riley Smith out. Jack Eichel, doubtful for this game with an upper body injury for Vegas. So the hits just keep on coming. The injury hits for the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, it is just uh, rem- uh, uh, awful for this team to see how many uh, injuries they have. So you're asking me, am I laying a price with Vegas here? Absolutely not. No way. But am I going to take L.A.? I don't know. I don't know. Um, because, uh, you know, we've seen Vegas. They, they do play better at home. We saw them dig down with a shorthanded lineup, beat a good Florida team. I wouldn't put it past them to do it again. L.A.'s been a little bit more up and down lately. They lost two in a games in a row to San Jose. They did beat Florida. They lost to Colorado. Then they bounced back, shut out San Jose, and they're not without their own injuries, too. This is a team that's battling uh, multiple key injuries, multiple defensemen, Doughty, Roy, Walker out. Athenasiu Arvidsson, Dustin Brown out up front. So it's not exactly a 100% picture of health either on the LA Kings side right now. So tough game, really is. Side, it's tough. Total, it's tough uh, in this game. Uh, Probably a pass for me right now. Uh, This is one of those games too because I don't feel strong about the side. Whenever I don't feel strong about the side, if you insist on betting it, I'd lean underdog, which in this case is the LA Kings. So Lean L.A., but I don't think I'm going to get there. What do you think, Beto? Uh, L.A. Vegas. Yeah, man. Look, both teams are so injured, you know, many injuries. But uh, if we look like I'm checking now a little bit, you know, just like. And if you look how the Golden Knights play, they get their Eichel is also injured today, right? Yeah, Eichel's out. Doubtful. Yeah. So don't yeah, expect like, him. Yep. Maybe without that guy, they, they can play better, you know. That's the problem, you know. The, the the Vegas has shown many times, as you know, surprised that they can play actually maybe without the injuries. And uh, in this spot, also this Kings team, I'm now checking the Kings uh, lineup. And Athanasio, I think he's a very great player. Dustin Brown definitely is a big minus for them. Arvidsson is big minus. Drew Dowdy is a huge minus, you know. Uh, yeah, they have this first line, which I think can definitely score. I follow Kopitar and uh, Kempe. Those guys definitely can contribute for the Kings. Yeah, everyone telling you this is a tough game. I would definitely agree. But in the end of the day, I think uh, in this kind of a spot, I mean, when both teams are very banged up, you know, from both sides, I know that there's less value on the uh, Las Vegas Knights, but I think that uh, the Dodono, Carlson, Marshall, that's also a decent first line. But then, yeah, then we have Stevenson, Roy. Carrier, as I see, Janmark, Patrick Amade, Amadio. Obviously, those are not the players. I don't like those players so much, you know, especially in the depth in like in the third line. Those are banged up rosters. I mean, they look terrible. Le- Leonard is out, Pasharetti, uh, Akel, Smith, Martinez, Stone, McNabb. Man, this is a coin flip in this game. Nothing much to say. <laughs> Just let it. I, it's I, a good I, game. It's a great game. It's an important game, but it's a tough game to really. Yeah, I don't want to do like any recommendations because yeah. uh, 
I don't want to say anyone to on different side. I think the home team is better in these cases because I think all the players, like in the NHL, the players are pretty much like these depth players, third line, fourth line. Now when they are banged up, I think they are pretty even. So I think they will get that momentum from playing home a little bit. So that those players will be better. Uh, for uh, Like depth players from Vegas will be better than depth players from LA a little bit because of playing home. You know what I think you have to bet here in this game? Because who the hell is going to score now for Vegas, right? Smith's out, Pacioretty's out, Stone's out, Michael's <laughs> out for them. You've got to go. I think just based on all these injuries, you've got to go to him because, look, if they're going to score uh, goals, he's going to be involved. He's got to score one of them, and that's Jonathan Marsh. So yeah. he's got to be the guy, you know, if they're going to step up, find the back of the net. Now, we don't have goalies confirmed yet either for this game uh, as of right now. Cal Peterson is expected. Laurent Brossois for L.A., Laurent Brossois for Vegas, but neither is uh, confirmed. I honestly think it's going to be Logan Thompson again for Vegas because he, he was in there against Florida when they won against the Panthers. He's been struggling, but it's not like Brossois has been great every single time, and they won with Thompson, so I think Thompson's probably going to get the uh, start here, uh, to be honest with you, against uh, Florida uh, for this uh, game. Uh, and by the way, Logan Thompson, 33 saves he had. Uh, in that uh, victory against uh, Florida, second career NHL win. I love this uh, quote from Logan Thompson. He's got some, he's brash. He's got a little swagger to him. I like what he said here. He's a great quote. Uh, not very happy with people, you know, being harsh toward him for some struggles. And he hasn't been great at times, but he says it's a big team win and it's a big win for me and the goaltending department. I know I haven't been great. Every goalie coach in their mom's basement has let me know that. I thought that was, yeah, yeah. Every NHL fan and critic uh, known to man has basically been, uh, you know, ripping apart and dissecting Logan Thompson's game uh, in net for the uh, Golden Knights. But credit to him, stepped up, and they got a much-needed win against Florida. We'll, and I, that for that reason, I'm. it's not confirmed yet, but I just got that gut feel that Logan Thompson will be starting again uh, for Vegas in this game. This afternoon, by the way, it's a 4 p.m. Eastern game 1 p.m. local time in Vegas. Uh, what do you think here, uh, CC, with uh, L.A. Vegas? Well, hey, I understand the critic thing. Um, last time I was on the show, there were quite a, there were like two or three people that were really pissed off that I was on it. Um, but you, you, you anyway, don't listen to it. You're like Logan yeah, Thompson. You don't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm with Logan Thompson. Uh, whatever. Um, with this game, I actually lean towards the Kings so I'm on the other side with you guys. I'm not betting the game. The only thing that I would bet uh, would be Dad Dadanov to score. Um, I don't know. Is that how you say his name? His name is so weird to me. I hate saying it. That is how it is it's now. Weird. It's actually Dadanov now, I believe. Dadanov. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Like, asked for a pronunciation change apparently before the season. Yeah. Dadanov. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better to say it that way. But um, I, I don't know who else is really going to score. Carlson is one of the more, more reliable people on the Golden Knights. But when I look at the lineups and I look at the, the Kings lineup, that's the one that I would prefer, even though they've got all the people out. That would be the one that I would be like, that's what I want. Um, so I lean towards the Kings. I don't really know who's going to score for them. Um, Byfield is coming up along uh so he may be a good look um otherwise i think that's uh 
that's about all I have for this game. It's a tough one. I, I don't really know where to go with it, honestly, when I was looking at it. There's so many injuries. And even if Eichel was in the lineup, uh, I mean, I would still lean towards the Kings. Yeah, so. it is It is a tricky game. I lean L.A. just because I don't have a strong opinion on the side, so I'm just of the belief that if uh, I don't have an opinion on the side, yeah. I, I would I lean to the underdog. And that's I, I, it's like that for me in every game when I don't have an opinion on the side. I would just lean underdog if I don't have an opinion uh, on but, the side. But Pobody says uh, Dodonov and Denault. I like that look. Yeah, Denault was starting to really start yeah. to fire away again for uh, LA and starting to. You're right. He's the he's the, he's a, he's been better than Kempe lately. Kempe's cooled off a little bit, so you know I, I'd still lean to get involved with maybe a Kempe prop, but certainly uh, Philip Denault uh, is definitely playing uh, pretty well at the uh, offensive end right now for the Kings. And I agree with Cheshire uh, Cat about Dodonov. You know, he scored two goals against Florida. He's got goals in two of the last three games. I think that's a good look. I mean, other than Marcius, Marcius So and Dodonov would be my two top player targets for the Vegas Golden Knights in this game uh, from a, a prop standpoint. So Marcius So Dodonov, I think good ways to uh, go there. All right, the final, I believe this is the final. No, we got two afternoon games left. Uh, Pittsburgh and Arizona. Yeah, there's a lot. We got Pittsburgh minus 260 road favorites, six the total in this one. <laughs> Uh, Coyotes returning home off a long road trip. There is always, this is always a tough spot. Uh, and look, Arizona was on the road for, you know, a pretty decent amount of time. They started March uh, 8th uh, in D- Detroit with that 9-2 game. It was a very good road trip, 4-1 uh, in their five-game road trip there. They beat Toronto. They beat Ottawa. They beat Montreal. The only loss was 3-2 to Boston. That's it. I mean, a very good road trip for Arizona. But some of these games were a little fool's gold. I mean, they outshot Detroit in that 9-2 win. Other than that, they got outshot by the Leafs, but still won. Outshot by Boston, they lost. Outshot heavily by Ottawa, and they won. Outshot heavily by Montreal, and they won. So they got away with a lot. You know, they gave up a lot of rubber, a lot of chances, a lot of shots on goal, and they won the games. Is that going to sustain itself forever? Probably not. I'm not back in Pittsburgh either. They've owned Arizona, obviously. Uh, but for Pittsburgh, you know, you're going on the road here for uh, this game against Arizona as you continue this mini road trip. You won in Nashville, or you lost in Nashville. You bounced back, beat St. Louis 3-2 in a shootout in their last game. Uh, they got Columbus next up uh, on a Tuesday uh, after this game. Uh, it's not like there's a massive sense of urgency here for Pittsburgh. And it's it's not a spot I have any interest backing Arizona in because you know these are difficult, uh, long East Coast road trip, and now you're back home. Uh, that's tricky. Uh, but at the same time, Arizona's finding ways to win right now. And, and even in bad spots, that Montreal spot was horrible and they still won the game six to three. They found a way, you know, the, say what you will. They gave up a lot of shots and chances. They won the game. They cashed a ticket for anyone that took Arizona. That's all that matters at the end of the day. So I'd actually lean Arizona slightly, but I just don't love the spot. I like the over. I think this could be a, I think this could be a game where Pittsburgh, kind of shuts off defensively a little bit. You know, it's a game against Arizona. They probably are going to take it a little light, take it a little easy. That defensive intensity may not be there. Sometimes you get that from Pittsburgh, especially when they take a step down in class like this. And by the way, the last two meetings have gone over the total. Arizona-Pittsburgh two years ago in the desert was 4-3 Penguins in a shootout. Uh, Earlier this year, they played in Pittsburgh January 25th, 6-3 in favor of Pittsburgh. It flew over the total. 
Uh, that's what I like here more than either side is over the total with the uh, Penguins and Coyotes. Uh, Vito, Pittsburgh, Arizona. Uh, yeah, uh, I, when I was going through today's slate, I find many games pretty hard, you know, to bet, especially these first three we talked about just now. And when I get to this one, I kind of looked at this game. You know, there is many angles you can play Pittsburgh here, I mean, you know. Uh, Pittsburgh on this road trip uh, is 1-1 uh, is one, one at the moment, one win, one loss. Uh, they're going to finish the road trip with the Coyotes. I think they're going to finish definitely going in a positive, right? 2-1. Uh, so, uh, and they had a few days off. Coyotes are coming from uh, back from the road trip, from the successful road trip. And, yeah, I, I think this is the game, actually, where Jerry will play good and uh, Coyotes will not get what I think. I mean, we know Pens are now getting back, uh, not healthy, but I like to see this Teddy Bluger back in lineup, you know. I think he's a look at that. Boyle is scoring, you know, what they're scoring the goals, you know. The depth is scoring again, so it's easier for the top players. It gives some some breathing space. They also can be be more more comfortable in the power play when you have a lead, you know, also. So I think Pittsburgh on the puck line here, I, I took that at plus one hundred today or plus one hundred or five, something like that. So that's my play, yeah. Pittsburgh minus one and a half, even money on the uh, puck line. For yeah, puck line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the uh, Penguins and the uh, Coyotes. Uh, as far as props, um, look, I, 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 for Arizona, it's got to be Schmaltz. It's got to, you know, that's the guy. I mean, that's the guy you got to target for Arizona. It's been an unbelievable run for him, points uh, and otherwise. It's been great for uh, Arizona of late. Clayton Keller. It's, it's basically Keller and Schmaltz. Kraus. Keep keep an eye on him. He had a terrific end of that road trip for the uh, Coyotes as well. So uh, those would be the Arizona props. Pittsburgh, uh, you can go a bunch of different directions. Gensel, Rust, you know, Crosby, Malkin. Uh, but uh, more so uh, Gensel and Rust I'd probably consider here uh, in this one. Jeff Carter actually started to find some uh, offensive success uh, as well. Uh, and uh, keep an eye on this too. Here's an angle to consider. Kasperi Kapanen. Was a healthy scratch, uh, you know, has been actually out of the lineup for a bit lately. He has got just one point in the last three games since he was a healthy scratch against Vegas. Mike Sullivan wasn't happy with his play lately, but he's had shots on goal. He's had chances. The puck hasn't gone in yet for him, but I think Kasperi Kapanen, you know, the effort's been there. And I think at some point you're going to see him maybe cash in. And the one thing about Arizona, they gave up a shit ton of shots. You know, they absolutely do. So uh, Kasperi Kapanen playing on that third line, maybe for a bargain prop to score a goal, to register a point over shots on goal, uh, could be something to look at. You always get a player's attention as a coach. When you bench them, you make them a healthy scratch. They want to come back. They want to play better. Uh, and I think Kapanen is showing signs of that. It hasn't shown up in the scoreboard yet, but I think if he keeps playing this way and is a lot more noticeable, like he's been the last three games since being benched, I think you'll see him eventually find the back of the net. What do you think here, uh, Cheshire, with uh, Pittsburgh, Arizona? Yeah, this is a pass game for me. I don't, I don't know really what to think, honestly. Um, I know, I know Clint from a diehard MMA podcast likes to call Wedgewood Wedgewall, and I know that that's like a whole thing, <laughs> which is really funny to me. Um, he got shit on so hardcore when he was playing for the Devils. And now that he's at the Coyotes, you know, he's actually, people are like supporting him and shit. Um, I actually, I don't mind Wedgwood. I think he's all right. Um, I think you guys know how I feel about Jari. 
So I don't really have a whole lot to say about that. I, I think there could be goals both ways. Um, the, the only prop that I would like is Matheson to get a point. Um, and that would only be because not a lot of people are on it. I hate being on all the same props yes. but as other people. <laughs> it stresses me the fuck out. Sorry, it stresses me out. <laughs> Try but not to swear. My bad. No, that's okay. Of course, it's, it's no this swearing. This is okay. a sports show, you know. Yeah, you're yeah. allowed to swear. It's okay. It's all good. I do it all the time. But yeah, Nick Ritchie yeah. plus four fifty. I don't hate that. Nick, Nick Ritchie's great. That yeah. that's a great look. Actually, yeah. I like Ritchie. Um, yeah. and the Ritchie for the the Flames, are they brothers or something? Uh, Byron Ritchie, the other one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he scored I, for me the other night too. Excellent. Yeah, I mean he he's a, he's a capable player. He's a good depth player. Uh, you don't always expect him to score, but uh, Brett yeah. Ritchie, I should say. I'm thinking there's another Ritchie years ago was Byron Ritchie, Brett Ritchie for Calgary. Are, are yeah. these guys related? I don't know. Uh, yeah, younger brother Brett. Brett's younger brother okay. of uh, Nick okay. Ritchie. Yeah, yeah, they are okay. related. They are brothers. They are broskies. Yes, bros. They are. They're bros. bros. Hey, bro. Yeah, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. They are bros. Uh, and look, Nick Ritchie's got a little uh, little momentum going offensively. He scored multiple games in that road trip. I don't hate that look. Absolutely. Plus 450. He put a few bucks on that. You know, that can uh, boost your bankroll considerably if he finds the uh, back of the net. All right, next up, we've got St. Louis and Columbus. Minus 175 for St. Louis here as road favorites in CBJ. Uh, the total in this game currently sitting at uh, six and a half uh, across the board. It's difficult to bet Columbus under the question is, can you bet St. Louis over six and a half? That's not always uh, easy to do that as well. Uh, we'll see about that. As far as though, uh, St. Louis, uh, you look at it, uh, they, they've obviously been, you know, a little bit more up and down lately, uh, the blues, but coming off a uh, back-to-back losses to Winnipeg and Pittsburgh uh, in overtime and in a shootout. Uh, now we'll see if they can turn it around here against uh, Columbus, but boy, this team is just two and uh, two and six in their last eight games. So, you know, it's been a bit of a downward uh, trajectory lately for the uh, Blues. Uh, they've got Robert Thomas and Tyler Bozak both injured and out. Uh, Thomas might come back, but again, uh, Brett McLean and I spoke about this on Thursday's show. You know, these cluster injuries down the middle. We asked a guy that's played pro hockey for many years, and he said the same thing. These are important injuries. You know, these these matter. When you've got multiple centers out, it takes away from puck possession. You have a lesser ability to win key faceoffs. Uh, there are a lot of things that the center has such a direct uh, in effect on the game in various different areas. And he said it basically, uh, Brett, on Thursday, that it's a, a big deal for St. Louis that they're shorthanded down the middle right now. Uh, can Columbus take advantage of that? They got absolutely drilled by Washington 7-2 to two, uh, in their last game. However, that was Corpusalo, uh, who's obviously had a rough season. I'd expect Elvis Merzlikens. Elvis will be in the building. I would think tonight for Columbus uh, for the uh, Jackets and be back in net. Uh, Billy Huso, I would expect him for St. Louis. St. Louis isn't playing back to back. Uh, you know, he, he's not the reason they lost to Pittsburgh. He was phenomenal. He's the reason they got a point against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh outplayed uh, the Blues in that game. Perron, yes, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Poe Buddy's nerfic. You know, I'm going to mention David Perron. He's been great lately for the Blues. He scored again the other night. You keep riding this prop right now, goal scorer prop. Uh, for the Blues, he scored goals in five straight games. He has six goals during that span. You take him to score a point, too, because he's got points in five straight games. You could even go over one and a half points at like plus 300 for Perron as well. 
great bets for any, everything. David Perron essentially is worth a bet here in this game from a prop standpoint. Goal score points over just to score one point to score over one and a half points as well. Uh, worth a look. Lean over the total. I will be on the over if it's Bennington. If it's Huso uh, in net for the Blues, I might pull back a little bit, but I certainly lean over six and a half here in this game. Vito, Blues, Blue Jackets. Yeah, well. <clears throat> This Blues team lately some cannot generate, you know, these chances, you know, like they, they're losing, they're expecting goals, you know, they're getting lucky. If Even if you check the stats, these advanced stats, you know, the money puck and uh, natural Patrick, you're going to see the Blues are, you know, losing, expecting goal games usually. So if you like, love to back the Blues, you're basically backing, you're basically trying to win on luck. And I tried, yes, I had also obviously tried to win on a lot because obviously in NHL sometimes luck is involved because many results depend on psychology, you know, so sometimes so. But in this spot, I think, yeah, it's hard to play uh, this game as well. I think the game should go over, you know, because just because of the blues, I think, uh, not, not just, just because of the jackets, I think, because jackets will find the back of the net, you know, and bulls also will find the back of the net. Don't have any wagers on this game because, uh, you know, Blues are on the road. I mean, and every road road games now in the end of the year also are getting kind of tricky. You know, not we don't we see that the good teams on the road are losing. You know, and the Jackets also just now lost two to seven at home against Capitals. We know the Jackets actually when they lost against Calgary that the time of the year zero six at home they came better much better the next game. They won against the Rangers that game. I remember. I remember that. I was on Columbus, Vito, and I'm tempted yeah. to take them here. I really am. First period and full game money line. I'm tempted by Columbus. And I'm looking at the numbers, Vito. Let, listen to this. The Columbus Blue Jackets, 4-1 and one in their last five games after a loss of three goals or more. So a exactly. blowout loss, when they lose by three or more, they are 4-1 and one in their last five games when they are coming off a loss of the three goals or more in their last game. So they've been a good bounce-back team after being embarrassed. Yeah. That's true, and especially at home, yeah, and we all remember that game, and we all went on Columbus, and it was Georgia for Rangers, and we won, like, they won, like, 5-2, to two or 5-2, to two, I think, the game ended. So, yeah, I think, uh, well, that uh, it's not, this price is totally not, not where it should be, because you were going to see chances from Jackets, you know, the, it's going to be a sweat, you know, if you're going to pay Blues here, you're going to sweat this game, so... What was what's the matter to take under uh, minus one seventy five and sweat the game? Then take one plus one fifty five and then sweat that game out. You know, yeah. I think so. Yeah, that that would be my goal here. You're gonna sweat either way. Would you rather sweat with minus yeah, one seventy five exactly. or sweat with plus one fifty five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Blues are like they're just at the moment they're not playing good. They have to pick it up, but maybe they will pick it up by the playoffs. You know, but at the moment, yeah, is this the get right spot? I don't think on the road this is the get right spot, you know. Yeah, even with Huso, because look, Huso was great and they still lost. The, I know it was Pittsburgh, but still, I mean, they're two and seven or two and six their last eight games. They're laying minus one seventy five on the road here, St. Louis. I mean, I think Columbus is. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a couple of smaller plays on Columbus here. First period money line because I expect the first period they're gonna come out flying after getting drubbed by Washington seven to two, and then hopefully they hang on for the for the full game as well. But uh, I think in that first 20 minutes, you're really going to see great effort from Columbus. And those stats bear it out that, uh, you know, they've been good off an embarrassing loss, four and one off a loss of three goals or more in the last five times they've been in this situation. Uh, what do you think here, CC here, St. Louis, Columbus? 
Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. It's another tricky one. Um, I lean. I I don't know if I lean either way. Actually, when I was first looking at the game, I guess what I thought was that the Blues would big brother them, kind of, you know, just kind of bully them around and and you know let them think that they're gonna have their their goals and stuff, but not actually let them get goals. Um, but then I was also thinking there's so much young talent on the Blue Jackets. Um, I, li- I like their team a lot. So I could also see where they outplay the Blues and, and get the win. Um, either way, I don't really want to touch anything on it. So I'm totally passing. Uh, the, I like Sillinger. I think he could get a goal tonight. Uh, Kairou. And like you guys said, Perron, Roslovic, that's it. All right. So uh, those would be like for the, the four guys that I would yeah. love. Roslovic, you're right, is all worth a look here for uh, Lion A and Bjork. Bjorkstrand for sure. Bjorkstrand's just going nuts right now for Columbus. Oh. He scored one of the two goals against Washington, Bjorkstrand. Sorry, I will say one more thing. Um, I, I know that a lot of people like the shots on goals prop. I hate those ones they always make me feel like I'm getting ripped off if I don't get it because I feel, you know, it's cut. I didn't know how subjective it was to get a shot on goal in the NHL. And I feel like whoever's doing the ticking there, you know, whoever's counting the shots on goal, sometimes they miss them kind of like in the NBA, you know, when you're doing rebounds or you're doing assists, you know, sometimes they just miss them or they just don't count them. And I feel like they do that in hockey quite a bit with the shots on goal. And those are pretty much the only ones I ever feel like I'm getting cheated on. So if you do a point or an assist or a goal, I mean, there's not a whole lot of arguing that can go on there. You know, it's pretty obvious that who got the goal, who got the yeah. assist. So um, that's I, I saw a lot of people do the shots on goal props. And I think um, I'm just going to do one more one more game and then I'm going to be I'm going to have to get going. Oh, OK. Yeah, uh, rhyme down that we've got a few bunch of games left. If you've got to go, uh, and uh, just tell us uh, anything you like from the remaining games. Bets you like. Go, floor is yours. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, what else did I like for the rest of the games? The rest of them are really tough. Actually, I I didn't really know which way to go with any of them, including the last game, Detroit in the Kraken. Um, Nadelkovich is going to play better in that Grubauer plays pretty well in Seattle. Um, in the Calgary-Vancouver games, tough. I mean, they're all tough games. I don't really know. That's okay. It's okay for, to for, feel yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. For the, for, for the night games, I really don't know. Um, Toronto and Nashville is a really interesting one to me. I'm excited to see how this guy is going to play, the goalie that they have in there. I like what he's been doing so far. It's the Eric Schalgren uh, uh, magic carpet ride right now for uh, Toronto. He's been uh, very impressive, and we're going to get to that game next up. But uh, yeah. there we go. So you don't have a strong feel for the late games. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why, especially in a season sport like hockey, there's games every day. It's okay to pass. It's okay to say, yeah. I don't really like this game too much. Or <laughs> That's nothing wrong with that. All right, we'll let you go, Cheshire Cat. You did a okay. great job. Have hey, a great Saturday. Thanks, guys. Thanks, there you too. All right, Cheshire Cat with us. All right, Vito and I will continue on. Rest of the card, Toronto and Nashville. Toronto minus 120, a slight road favorite, six the total. 
uh, in this game. Six, six and a half. So make sure you shop around. Some books have six, some have six and a half. Uh, believe it or not, at the moment, Vito, with this young kid, Eric Schalgren, this young Swedish goaltender in net, believe it or not, I'm leaning to a Toronto game under. I really am in this game. I, I think uh, they've got something with this with this kid right now. Now, is he going to keep playing this well forever? No, he's going to eventually have a bad game. He's going to eventually lose. But, you know, two starts for him. He's given up just two goals on 71 shots that he faced against Dallas and Carolina in those two Maple Leaf victories back-to-back. Uh, they're playing with confidence for this guy. Uh, give them, give him credit. You know, he, he's playing well. They're playing well in front of him in terms of the defense. But, no, he's been good. There's been nothing fraudulent or fluky about his play. He's seeing the puck well. He's his movement in the in the crease is excellent. Uh, he, he gets he's aggressive. He's not back in his in his net. He's aggressive. He's challenging the shooter, which is good to see for a young goalie. He doesn't feel like he's in a you know he's the 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 big pressure the pressure cooker you know uh, and the meat grinder that is Toronto and playing in that crazy hockey market. It doesn't look like it's sh- shaking him. Or, you know, he's cool, he's calm, he's collected. He doesn't feel the pressure being in Toronto. He's been very good uh, for the Leafs. And they got a little thing going with him right now. It's Toronto or nothing for me. I'd, I'd bet the Leafs or I don't bet the game. And they get Austin Matthews back from his two-game suspension tonight as well uh, for the uh, Leafs. Now, sometimes that can work in opposite ways. Teams winning without the guy, the guy comes back and they lose. I've seen that before. It has happened, but... Uh, obviously Matthew's coming back. They're a better team with him. He was playing terrific before the suspension. Uh, that's certainly going to help Nashville a little bit up and down here. Uh, it, as of late, they uh, had, uh, three straight wins. They lost to St. Louis. They won two straight. And then they lost to Philly, uh, in their last game five, four, but uh, that was Claude Giroux night. Very emotional for Philadelphia. They, they came to play. That's why I like them as an underdog. That's why Brett McLean on Thursday liked them as an underdog, Philadelphia, that they were going to play for in that final game for Claude Giroux uh, with the Flyers as he's about to get traded in the next two days. Uh, but definitely, uh, you look at this spot here for uh, Pitts, for Toronto and Nashville. Toronto playing well. They've got a little, you know, like I say, they've got a little lightning in the bottle right now with young Shalgren uh, in net for the Elite. So I'm not going against that kind of momentum. So for me, it's a lean to Toronto, a lean to the under. Uh, in this game. Two unders, by the way, with Shalgren in net this week against Dallas and Carolina. Both of those games stayed under the total. What do you think here, Vito? Leafs, Predators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Shalgren guy, you know, I'm checking his elite prospects now. And uh, well, yeah, he played in Swed- uh, Swedish Hockey League in the Wachio Lakers and in Ico before in Alsvenskan. So yeah, he's been in Swedish League in top teams all the time, definitely. Well, now he's got a chance in playing any gel and he's showing his best man because that's his man. This is his big shot. You know, this is, this is it. This, uh, if he, if he plays good, these games, if he really, maybe he, if, he, yeah, because I, I, in my opinion, every goalie can play well, you know, if he gets the momentum, if he feels uh, good in the game. And as you said, there will come that, uh, as you said, there will come momentum when he's just gonna play bad again, perhaps, you know, but the, uh, Yes, at the moment, if he's feeling great, he's feeling the puck great. I mean, it's, it's hard to play against him, I think, yeah. And, well, even in this part, we feel just at the Nashville, I think, in the first meeting, Toronto won three against nothing. And Nashville is also not a bad, not a bad team. So if I, if I need to choose here to which side I would play, I think I would end up playing actually Nashville here. 
just because the team first of all that team is at home and uh, yes you can get a money line i think at the plus money if i'm not mistaken so yeah uh nashville would be my play but i'm staying away from this game just because yeah this is the shalgren you know it's a new goalie i don't want to gamble on him he can play well he can also maybe not play well so if i need to choose the side really in the end of the day i'm going with uh national predators and uc saros at home <laughs> All right, lean into that, and you are you're getting a different. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely getting a a better uh, price now with uh, Nashville. Yeah, defense for the Leafs, man, still still the Muzzin, and you know, even if they won two two games, a better little bit in the defense, you know, they not that's what at home first of all. Now they're gonna went on first game on the road, you know, you not not knowing what's gonna happen. So uh, yeah, I would go with Nashville. All right, good stuff. Yeah, there's multiple people I've heard pronounce Arizona Coyotes as Coyotes. I've heard that. I've heard multiple. Nick Earl, Nicholas Earl, always says Coyotes instead of I say Coyote. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's close enough. I mean, Coyotes, Coyotes. I'm Coyotes, but you know, Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah, Phoenix Arizona Coyotes. You know, and Coyotes. uh, But I've heard multiple people say Coyotes. I have. That uh, team is bad. Oh my! Uh, I I mean I follow I think NHL like twenty years since I was a kid. You know I started to follow like from five or six I think yeah. NHL. You know like a little bit looking at the teams. Coyote, I never seen Coyotes like ever good man. Always they're always bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's funny to see them playing better. We'll see if they can keep that up tonight against. Uh, by the way, I want to make sure Shawgren's in. I'm seeing there's people betting the over here tonight in this game. You know, Shawgren's definitely in for the Leafs. Yeah, should be Soros for Nashville. But it's funny that I'm just seeing the a little push to the over here, uh, in that uh, game. Oh, you weren't talking about Chet. Yeah, Nick Earl. Okay, yeah, cool. okay. You were talking about Nick Earl. Okay, I thought you were talking about Cheshire Cat. No, you're talking about Nick Earl. Okay, yeah, Nick Earl does say Coyotes. I don't know what. That's just the way he says it. What can I say? Um, it's just the way he says it. All right, Ottawa, Montreal. Uh, next up, we've got Montreal minus one fifty, uh, home favorite, six the total uh, in this game. Uh, this is a game where I'm targeting Montreal in some form. I know they uh, lost in overtime to Dallas in their last game, Vito. Oh, by the way, props for Toronto, Nashville. Let me put it back up here at the screen. There okay. we go. Kasha, this guy's getting more minutes, getting more opportunity. He scored the last game. Andre Kasha to score. You could go with Matthews. If you bet Matthews, bet him to score two or more because often he does, and he's going to be fired up. And he wants to make amends for being an idiot and, and you know, r- r- rumming, uh, r- ramming the stick in the neck area of Dahlin, which led to the suspension. I think he wants to make amends for that, and you're going to see him play a good game. So I would sprinkle on Matthews two-plus goals. Kasha certainly to score a goal. And don't look past Rasmus Sandin, Vito, for the Leafs. He has scored in three of the last five games for them. He's plus 900. Plus 900 to score a goal tonight, Rasmus Sandin. Three of the last five, he's a defenseman that's jumping up into the play. He's joining the rush. He's He scored. He went to the front of the net to score one of the goals the other night uh, when he when they played uh, Dallas. You know, he is jumping up and into the play and trying to get into the offense. And he, again, three of the last five he scored. He's tried to become uh, certainly more of an impact. So Sandin, plus 900, a real long shot. Goal score prop for Toronto, I wouldn't argue with that. For Nashville, I look at Janot and I'd look at Forsberg and Duchesne. You know, those are the guys that have been getting it done for them. All right, now we can go to uh, Ottawa, Montreal. Uh, I like Montreal team total here, uh, over three and a half at plus 120. Very good price. They're going to score goals here. Philip Gustafson is in net veto for Ottawa. He's just not good. 
He's just not very good. Uh, Arizona lit him up earlier this week. He didn't even face that many shots. He was awful in that game. Brutal. Four goals on 14 shots in that 5-3 loss to uh, Arizona. He's just not a very good goaltender uh, for the uh, Senators at the moment. Uh, he's probably going to give up some goals here uh, to this Montreal team. That's a great price. Three and a half at a plus price for Montreal team total over. I like that quite a bit uh, in this game tonight. Montreal, you know, the last two games, they've only scored three. Uh, I understand that, but uh, they had a bunch of chances against Arizona. Uh, you know, they played a solid Dallas team. They still scored three goals in that game. I'm going to go Montreal team total over three and a half plus 120. And I'm also going to go with a, another bet to the full game over six uh, in this game as well, because, uh, you know, I think there's a chance Montreal has been going over the total again uh, like crazy. Eight straight overs for Montreal, eight no to the over their last eight games. You know, two teams out of the playoffs, obviously, uh, you know, just Go out there, have some fun, score some goals. I don't think uh, Montreal is going to completely shut down Ottawa, even though they have Jake Allen uh, back in net for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, he wasn't great in this first start in a long time against Dallas. Four goals allowed on 35 shots. It might take Jake Allen a couple of games uh, really to get going and, and get comfortable again. So those are the two bets for me. Uh, Montreal team total over three and a half and a little bit on the over six full game as well with the Senators and Canadians. I lean to Montreal money line too, minus 150. It is an advantage. Ottawa's on a back-to-back -back, uh, after playing against Philly last night at home. But it's not much travel. It's a very short trip, uh, and I don't want to lay minus 150 with Montreal. I like the way Montreal's playing a little bit better lately, but I'm still not ready to lay minus 150 with them. Why lay minus 150 with Montreal when you can take their over three-and-a-half goals at plus 120? you know, a much better price. So that's the way I'm going to approach uh, this game. And Caulfield to score a goal for Montreal. Why not? He keeps on scoring for them. Uh, what do you think here, Vito? Ottawa, Montreal. Uh, for me, me, it was very easy, actually. I just now made my bet on over six. I don't, I can see this game going under. I mean, Alan is back in the lineup. He has not played the games. So he will be shaky. Ottawa definitely will score. And man, this Philip Gustafson been terrible, man. 3.6, 3.69 goals average per game. <laughs> three wins, 10 loses. Allen, five wins, 16 loses. 3.8 goals per, per, per game. Uh, both teams don't like to play. Well, all of them, once they start to play bad, and you know they can play good against top teams, but against teams like Montreal, this game is going to go up and down. One team is going to go up. Next team maybe is going to chase it down. This game is going to go over. I, I, I took over uh, six here. Let me just see how they have played this year. Yeah, well, okay, the previous meeting went two to one for the Canadians, but the, let me just check the lineups real quick here. So we had Hammond, and it was Murray for the Saints. Murray was playing well. Uh, it was Hamburg, Hamburg, Hamburger, or how you call this guy, for Hammond. Canadians in that game. But yeah, if you look at the lineup, Shabbat was in for the sense. I think Shabbat is not in today. And uh, so that's another hole in the defense. So, and yeah, definitely these course, uh, teams, uh, uh, Ottawa is generating a lot of actually expected goal numbers on that road trip where they went. And they, have, they won against the Blues there. So yeah, Ottawa will score the goals. And Blues uh, and the Canadians also will score the goals here. So yeah, I, this over I think is good. And I just yeah, took it at plus 100. So I think that's a great price here for the over. I think it fits definitely here. All right. Ottawa, Montreal over for Vito as well in this one. And uh, like I say, for Ottawa goal scorer props, Stutzla, consider him. And uh, 
Connor Brown. That's where I'd go for them. But certainly for Montreal Caulfield, this might be a game to actually get more aggressive with Montreal goal score props because I think they're really going to light the lamp a bunch. Gustafson has just been a sieve lately for Ottawa in net. Uh, they could really find the back of the net. So you could go Josh Anderson, Nick Suzuki. Uh, you could go with a bunch of different Montreal guys tonight in this one. Yeah, go ahead, Beto. Yeah, because because look like yeah, all the players are out, and uh, we've been playing Montreal over. I think a lot. Also yeah. lately, I think last week I was on the show. I played Montreal over. Even you know the the smallest score that I think here can be that's three three, and that will ever also cash. So I don't. So I think it's a pretty safe bet yeah, here. There we go. All right. Yeah. And Josh Norris. Yeah. He's been lighting it up lately for Ottawa. I have no argument there. All right. This next game, it's your ABC game, national television in the United States on ABC, a Saturday night game on ABC. Uh, very excited uh, for this New York Rangers, Tampa Bay lightning. We've got Tampa Bay minus two ten home favorites, five and a half. The total in this one, I'm taking a shot with a big dog here. Vito, the New York Rangers plus plus one eighty. I'm on New York here. This is a good situation. Tampa Bay's off a long road trip, returning home from that trip here for this game. They were out west uh, where they played Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton. They lost the first three games of that trip, but they won the last two against Vancouver and Seattle. You know, to be quite honest with you, you know, they won those two games, but those were the two weakest teams on that road trip. You know, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, they lost all three of those. They beat Vancouver, who've been inconsistent, and they beat Seattle. Big deal. You know, and now they're back home. They only have a couple days. They were on that in that Pacific time zone and that West Coast for uh, a long period of time. And actually, the road trip started in Chicago. So it was a six-game road trip uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And now they're back home for that first game after the trip. It's worth uh, noting, you know, their record actually after a long trip hasn't been terrible. Uh, but still, this is a good Rangers team they're playing. Uh, a Rangers team that's coming off a loss as well. You know, I often like the Rangers when they're coming off a loss. I think that's a great spot and a great price. You know, does could Tampa win this game? Of course they could. They're that good. We know that. We know the Rangers sometimes struggle to score goals. We know there's a big reliance for them on Andre, uh, or sorry, not Andre Vas, on uh, Igor Shosturkin. Well, they rely on Vasilevsky too, Tampa, but the Rangers really rely uh, on Igor Shosturkin. He's confirmed in net. Uh, after the disappointing setback against the Islanders, they catch Tampa off the very long West Coast trip uh, that is spanning a lot of days. They were gone from home for a very long time as well, Tampa, when you look at how long they were on the road. Uh, six games and uh, almost full two full weeks that they've been on the road, uh, Tampa Bay. Now, I think they're going to see I think we're going to see Brandon Hagel make his lightning debut. I think he's going to be there already and in time and ready to be in the lineup. I would expect him to be uh, there for uh, that, that. Even though I like the Rangers in the game, I always like betting on these players when they make that first game, that debut with their new team. They want to make an impact. They want to play well. They want to play so well, so badly for their new team. So Brandon Hagel to score a goal is definitely going to be of interest to me for Tampa Bay. Uh, in this matchup, although I like the Rangers plus 180. Now, I am concerned about their lack of depth scoring. The third and the fourth line have not always been there. They rely a lot on Savannah, Jad, Panarin, Kreider, uh, that trio. Uh, but I like this spot. Off a loss, they get Tampa off the road trip. Tampa deserves to be minus 210 home favorites against a lot of teams. I don't know if they deserve to be minus 210 home favorites tonight in this spot. Off a long road trip against a good, solid Rangers team. Rangers have their flaws. They do get outshot, and their advanced numbers aren't pretty, but they're still capable every night. 
They're, they got an elite goalie in Shesterkin, and you're getting plus 180 with them in a, in a good spot, I think, for them and a tough one for Tampa. So give me the Rangers here, plus 180. Let's see if we can cash a big underdog here tonight in this big showdown. What do you think, Vito? Rangers, Lightning. Yeah, you see what's there with Rangers here. They play Tampa today, Canes tomorrow, you know, so we can't expect Rangers at least, uh, to be in the game in one of those games, you know, so if it goes to OT, you have a big chance to win with Rangers, you know, so I don't think they are bo- losing both games in regulation today and tomorrow, you know, and definitely here is a value, yeah, with Rangers because, I mean, yeah, Lighting, first of all, Lighting are coming off from the, that big uh, road trip, but Lighting is the team, you know, they know they will make playoffs, you know, and they can turn the game around, I think, any time they want, you know, so even if they lose tomorrow, that's not a big deal to Tampa. And actually, if you check Tampa's schedule a little bit, the schedule is very interesting. They're coming back now, and then they're going to go on again on a four-game road trip, I think, or even more. So just one game home here for Tampa, coming off the road. Very tricky spot, I mean. Also, Rangers on this road trip. So definitely, I think, yeah, plus 180. It's going to be Shostorkin against Vasilevsky, two Russian goalies, I mean, you know. So they're going to... It's going to really depend on their performance, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, Rangers is the team which actually gets up to certain games, you know. And uh, Tampa is definitely one of the games I think Rangers will get up. They are the champions, you know. So, uh, uh, Gerald, Steven Gerald, uh, the coach for the Rangers, he actually, what's his name? I forgot now. Gerard Gallant. Gerard Gallant, right. So he, yeah, he's this kind of a coach, you know, which I can really get up team for certain games, I think, you know. And for this kind of a game against Tampa, I think they will come out ready. He will definitely mention, he knows all these things coming up from road. He will mention these things that we have to come out and be early, uh, well, be strong against Tampa early. They are off the road. So he will tell all these things to team, I think, you know. So yeah, this is going to be an even game, I think. So the Rangers would be the right side to go, I think. But no wagers for me here. All right, so lean Rangers, but uh, nothing official here for uh, Vito in this one. I lean under. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I, I know Tampa, that's why it's five and a half. I think it's trying to, you know, maybe bait you into a betting and over with Tampa. But I think with the two goalies, it's I, it hasn't been confirmed, but I'd expect Vasilevsky for Tampa Bay. Uh, I think it's going to be a good tight, you know, low, a 3-2 game for somebody, I think. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's the Rangers uh, in this one here, uh, in this one. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Galant's a bum. What are you talking about? Galant's a bum. He's done a great job with the Rangers. Are flawed. They're not perfect. They have their Man, issues. But they're be still a lot better. Yeah, they're still a lot better with Galant compared to David Quinn. And look what Galant did at Florida and Vegas uh, before that. He's a good coach. I don't know what you're talking about there. Galant's a bum. Crazy, crazy talk that is. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Florida Panthers, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we've got or no, that was what, that, that that was a couple days ago. I'm looking at that wrong. Calgary, Vancouver. <laughs> Uh, is next up Florida Vegas yeah Calgary Vancouver this is a, a good one Calgary uh minus 130 uh road favorites here uh, in this game uh the total right now sitting at uh six across the board I want to take Calgary here because I think they're better than Vancouver right now and they're off a loss to Buffalo last night the only factor is they've got the rest advantage Vancouver you know that's the one thing that maybe concerns me a little bit here uh, in this game uh and also the fact that Dan Vladar is in net instead of uh, Markstrom. But, uh, you know, when you look at Vladar, he didn't play that terribly uh, against Colorado his last start. They lost 3 nothing. They just didn't score in that game. And Vladar only gave up uh, two goals on 31 shots. The third goal for uh, Calgary in that game was an empty net goal. 
Uh, you know, it was definitely a game where he played well enough. It's not like he played terribly uh, in that one. Uh, I think it's a situation here where uh, Calgary with Vladar is capable of winning this game. Now, Vancouver's off their own brutal loss as well to Detroit, uh, one nothing. Uh, on Thursday night. So both teams looking to bounce back from losses against subpar competition. But when you look at Calgary Vito, we've seen games where they've been, you know, minus, you know, 200, minus 150, minus 360, minus 300, minus 400. Now they're only laying minus 130. So it kind of feels like you're getting a discount here for Calgary. And yes, they're on a back-to-back. They played last night at home to Buffalo. Vancouver's rest got the rest advantage, the schedule advantage, but I could only look Calgary. I think they're better than Vancouver. They're healthier than Vancouver as well. Uh, you know, the Canucks still have a couple defensemen out. Uh, they've got Niels Hoaglander uh, left the game against Detroit uh, er, and didn't play, I should say, against Detroit and may miss this game as well. Uh, so that's a bit of a concern. Uh, I lean Calgary here, minus 130. Both teams shut out in their last game. And both teams talking about doing a better job with their forecheck after these l- two losses. Detroit beating Vancouver, Buffalo beating Calgary, both the Flames and Canucks talking about doing a better job with their forecheck and a better job keeping pucks alive and working on the offensive zone and shooting a little bit more. So when I hear both teams interested in fixing their offense, that has me looking only toward the over, you know, if I'm going to bet the total in this game. Uh, What do you think here, uh, Vito, Calgary, Vancouver? Okay, guys. I uh, Last time when these two played, 7-1 7-1 victory to Vancouver, right? That's right. That's right. Revenge spot, possibly. That was one of the worst losses Calgary's had the last month or two. Yeah. So uh, I found I actually betted this now me, uh, during the show. I was checking that alliance. And, uh, you know, here in Europe, we have a little bit, little bit different book. Uh, no different uh, odds available. So I found a very nice one here for me. It was uh, over three for Calgary in uh, like in the regulation. So if it, uh, they score, they have to score three or uh, more than three goals, and then I win the bet. So basically, that was at minus one oh five. So I think that's a very nice look, you know. So uh, I'm not sure what's the number in USA. It might be like maybe over two. What's the over two and a half? Ah, but it's gonna be Joyce does very much. I think. Well, over three and a half for Calgary, I think could be actually a look as well here. But definitely, guys. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, Flames Flames is that one team, you know, you can actually trust also off a loss in a back-to-back situations. And uh, Canucks, Canucks is, I don't have anything against the Canucks. They're a decent team, but the, you, you cannot trust them every, every single night. But Canucks, they get up to the division rival games and credit to them for that. But, you know, another thing is Flames, don't forget, these losers 7-1 to one and something like that, you know. This Daryl Sutter, that coach, crazy. Like... He had some uh, he had some crazy quote again last night, guys. I, I don't have it now uh, on my screen here. Something I got about uh, about stitches, you know, that he used to sti- something about stitches, yeah, that he used to do stitches back in time in three two minutes to cows or something. So some crazy shit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he, he has a farm, the Sutter Farm in Alberta. So he has farm animals on his property on his farmland so he's that's what he's talking about yeah we use the stitches for the cows yeah when they're injured (laughs) he is oh he is hilarious his press conferences are must watch television daryl sutter (laughs) well and that guy is pissed so the the team will they are off a loss 
against the Sabres. They had great chances there. I mean, Tokarski made some unbelievable saves. But uh, yeah, Flames took a day off to yesterday. And it's understandable, I think. If you look, look watch the schedule, they had a before uh, before uh, before Sabres, they played against the Devils, which they won. Then they had a Canucks on Saturday. They just took a day off against Sabres yesterday. So outside of the conference game, I mean. So yeah, and they knew that they have an important game tomorrow. They lost once to seven last time. I mean, and, and goalies, yeah, it's a big thing. And yeah, it's also a back-to-back. But that's why I'm not taking actually regulation with Flames. I mean, actually, I think money line is good enough in minus 130. But yeah, what I went was over three goals at minus 105. All right, over three at minus a 105. So you can probably just go with three and a half plus 120 plus 125 if you're in the U.S. Because a lot of the books won't give you the uh, yeah. Black. Because uh, in U.S. you will if uh, if it's in three three, there's a yep. big chance you hit the, uh, hit that over three and a half, right? In, yes. my, in Latvia, if I bet bet here over three and a half, I will lose it because OT will not count. So right. yeah, I take over three. All right, good stuff there. All right, next up, uh, final game uh, of this uh, Saturday card. It's been a big one, uh, and we appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, hit the like button. Over 200 uh, live viewers right now on YouTube. Hit the like button. We appreciate that uh, very much for sure, and we thank all of you for uh, joining us here for the uh, Saturday edition uh, of the Ice Guys Show. 11 games, and this is the final game for us to break down here on the Saturday card. Detroit Red Wings, Seattle Kraken. Uh, we've got uh, Seattle minus 120 uh, home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Uh, so does anyone trust Detroit to win two in a row? I don't. Uh, now, look, Nadelkovich was great. Uh, it was a shocking upset against Vancouver, considering how poorly Detroit had played during the six-game losing streak. I mean, hemorrhaging goals, uh, you know, giving up goals in bunches. And then all of a sudden they turn around and they end their six-game losing streak, shutting out Vancouver one nothing. Uh, can we trust them to win two games in a row? I'm not sure. What's Detroit's record after a win? Uh, I don't think it's uh, been great lately, that's for sure. And that, that would worry me a little bit here in this one. 17-35 long-term. 17-35 and 35, their last 52 games after a win, uh, Detroit. So putting wins together, I, I don't necessarily trust them. Uh, you got Seattle playing poorly, 1-5 and five in their last six games. The only win was against Montreal in a shootout. But they've been competitive. I mean, Seattle's had tough luck. I mean, the Carolina game, they lost by one. They battled Toronto tough. They lost in overtime to Ottawa. They finally won a game, beat Montreal in a shootout. And even the Tampa game the other night, you know, Tampa was in a spot where they're looking to end the road trip strong. And it could have been worse than it was for uh, Seattle. And if anything, at least they got Grubauer playing a little bit better for them uh, lately. Uh, we'll see how it, they go here. Now, has Detroit fig- fixed their defense? You know, are all of a sudden... They're they're gonna are they gonna start playing a lot better defensively, or was that just a one off and they revert back to just looking just absolutely terrible in their own end again? Uh, that ends up being the question. Of course, Seattle's got some uh, potential people that are going to get traded by Monday, including Mark Giordano, uh, who's not going to play tonight for them. Uh, he's scratched because of a potential trade that could happen. Uh, they're still without Donskoy, Wenberg, uh, and uh, Tanev as well. It's still no Robbie Fabry, no uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, and maybe no Nick Letty. Uh, for Detroit in this game. Right now, I'm leaning Seattle minus 120, leaning over the total. Seattle and over for me if I'm going to bet this game, but it's it's not a strong opinion for me on either one. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Detroit-Seattle? Yeah, 
checking as well this game now. Of course, two two teams, which, as you say, play for exercise. Uh, Seattle last lost one. Well, last game they lost one to four against Tampa, you know, but that was first game coming home from the road trip. So understandable. And it's Tampa, and I think Tampa was actually on a bad uh, losing streak. So it was hard game for Seattle there. And if we just look at Detroit, they were terrible in all those games. And then they somehow win that one nothing game against Canucks when which play well. It's a very hard game, guys, to handicap here. I, I, I think, well, Seattle, well, the first meeting between these two teams was won by Detroit 4 3 in overtime after the penalties. And actually, yeah, if you check the shots, even shots. So this is another coin flip game. I think actually home team here is due to win. Uh, let me check what the, well, yeah, it's a pick em here, minus 120 plus 100. Well, I think, you know, the Seattle team, they are not, they don't, as I told you, they, they don't have this finishing touch, you know, they are not like they want to win the games in the end of the day. It looks like they're just out there, you know, because it's a new team and it's a new franchise and everything. they're getting all the rest of the, uh, I mean, attention from all the other things, you know, and looks like they don't even are in the games till then. They don't really want to win, looks like, you know, it looks like they maybe want to finish the last. I mean, they are last now, I think. So, yeah, that's just terrible. So, I'm not betting this game. Don't want to uh, to recommend any side, you know, for maybe for people who are gonna bet here. But uh, but yeah, my opinion, I think I would go with the Kraken here because I don't think Red Wings can win. I think Kraken just has to win. I think they lost first game against Tampa. Tampa is uh, a strong team. They're gonna play Detroit now, which is much uh, worse team. I don't think Detroit picks up the, this good defense two games in a row. So yeah, Kraken wins this game. I think, guys. All right, leaning to Seattle. I'm leaning to Seattle too. I mean, uh, I'm going to need to see Detroit play well defensively. I'm going to need to see Alex Nedeljkovic, whoever's in net, play well again for a second straight game before I'm ready to back uh, Detroit again. That's a great analysis that we just gave you. Wow, we gave you over an hour and a half of all 11 games here on this uh, NHL card, and we thank all of you for joining us. Uh, before we hit the like button, if you haven't done so already, and before we wrap up, we want to mention DraftKings Sportsbook, great partners here at the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network, and a really great sports book to bet NHL hockey and take advantage of great opportunities. If you're a new customer, you can take advantage because with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, they are providing you your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app, sign up for an account, and use the promo code THPN. All right, best bets to wrap up this mammoth Saturday edition of the Ice Guys. Vito, let's start with you. Uh, what do you like for best bet? So, yeah, some was trying to choose something here, but I think I'm most of uh, the bet I like the most today, I 
Looks like it's Pittsburgh Penguins on the puck line, guys. I think Arizona team returning back from this road trip will not be at their best today. Uh, we know that few players are not even playing uh, for the Phoenix. So, yeah, Pens look good. Pens are healthy. My Latvian guy, Teddy Bluger, is in. So, I'm going to go with puck line on the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins there. All right, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, puck line minus one and a half, minus 110 for Vito against Arizona for his best bet. My best bet is going to be, I was tempted to go Rangers. Go big or go home. I was tempted to go with the Rangers here for best bet, but I'm not. Uh, but I do like the Rangers a lot, plus 180. I think they're very live in that game. Instead, I'm going to go with Montreal Canadiens, team total over three and a half at plus 120. I think they get to four goals against Philip Gustafson. Uh, he is a guy that has struggled in net repeatedly of late, and I think he struggles again tonight against Montreal. Montreal, obviously, rest advantage. They've been off since Thursday. Ottawa's on a back-to-back. I think Montreal gets to four goals tonight uh, in this game and cashes their team total. So over three and a half, uh, plus 120 uh, for the uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, with their team total. That'll be my best bet for this Saturday NHL card. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. A great show today. Hit the like button for those of you uh, watching on YouTube. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Vito, this is Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And the two of us, Vito and I, will be back with you tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.